0: Welcome to another episode of the PCG Project Podcast. My name is Donnie, and I'm here with my co-host Dave. Dave and I have been playing tabletop games for years now, and we created this podcast series to share our view on the games we play. That's right, Donnie.
1: In order to summarize our thoughts, we have decided to break down each game into five standard categories that we think are important to discuss, which include Setup Learning Curve, Game Balance, Replayability, Overall Theme Design, and
0: cost. At the conclusion of each podcast, we will provide a ranking in each of the five categories Dave mentioned. Our rankings are broken down into three categories, thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and thumbs down for bad. As you can tell, our ranking system is a very complicated creation. Welcome to another episode in season one, which is all about card games. On this week's episode, we will be talking about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego the card game? This is based off of the 1990s computer game, and this box has a copyright of 2017, so the card game is fairly new. So before I open the box and describe what's inside, the game is for ages eight and up, so basically the whole family can play, and it's for two to four players. Uh, The box is pretty small, and it includes uh, henchman cards, location cards, and loot cards, 13 of each, four top secret evidence journals, one for each player, four dry erase pens in order to take notes in the journal, and one die. Uh, The point of the henchman cards, those are the bad people, and that includes Carmen Sandiego. The location and loot cards, each loot and location card correspond with one of another. Um, So, for example, there's New Delhi and Gandhi's glasses. That's one of them that correspond with each other. And the evidence journals are to take notes as to where you know each loot and location cards, which Dave will go in a little bit later. The die, the point of the die, it has three different markings on it. One for each type of card, so a a little thumbprint for the henchman, a little dollar sign for the loot, and the globe for the location. And the setup of the game, so we played with two players, and with two players you get three cards each, with three or four players you get two cards each, but when we played we did three cards each, and in the center there was three cards. So the way that works is there's one location, one henchman, and one loot in the center, and three location, three henchmen, three loot cards for each individual player when you play with two. So I'll kick it over to Dave, and he'll start to, to describe the rules and the game plan.
1: All right. So basically the point of the game is to catch Carmen San Diego, right? So what you want to do is find out where she is. So to do that, you roll the die and land on whatever symbol it lands on, basically described by Donnie there. What you really want to do is... Find out by rolling the die what cards are going to match each other. You keep very detailed notes in your little handy dandy notebook there and once it's easy to follow, right on the notebook, if something matches, they're right next to each other. As soon as you see it, you can call out that it's, it's a match, you have a warrant. You can utilize that warrant to clear up your cards, get new cards, and most importantly, switch out your cards with the center. That's the only way you're going to be able to get the center cards to be cards you know of. Unless, let's say, I look at Donnie's at some point, which I could only do after I look at all of mine, and I see he puts one in the center, and I know what it is. You've got to keep track of that stuff. That way, as soon as you know the two card, the location and the loot that's in the center, and you know where Carmen San Diego is, you can call out, I have a warrant for Carmen's arrest. You make your accusation. If it's right, we're all good, and you can win the game. If you're wrong, there's a whole mess of stuff going on. Either you show Carmen when you don't mean to, that ends the game for everyone, or you mess up when you're trying to catch Carmen and that just puts you out of the game and lets the other gumshoes continue to seek her down.
0: All right, so now we're gonna go on to our five categories, which is a quick reminder. It is setup and learning curve, game balance, replayability, overall theme and design, and cost. So starting with setup and learning curve, so to be honest, today was my first time ever playing the card game. I played the computer game before, but first time ever playing the card game. You know, I read through the rules. It probably took me about 10 minutes to read through the rules. They're not too long. And as we were playing, you know, the the setup of it, it's fairly simple. You put one location, one loot, one henchman in the middle. As we previously mentioned, you dish out the cards. Uh, So the setup is very quick. As for the learning curve, you know, as we were Playing today, it, it it took me until probably the middle of the game to really learn the entire gameplay. But overall, you know, it it wasn't too difficult of a game to master in in the one sitting that I I played it in. So, Dave, what are your thoughts on that?
1: First of all, I want to address this. I'm hoping everybody can hear that. It's inside the rulebook. It's a little fun thing at first. When you open it up, it says, Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And as you continue to read through the rules, move it around, have to reopen it, it just keeps playing. And uh, it it wears on you. It wears on you. Mm. Uh, But also, I played this game about... uh, I think this was the third time I played it. I would say it is a really easy setup. It really is. But the rules, once again, which is becoming a theme with Pressman, I feel like. There's some stuff left out. We ran into it the second time I played. One of the players, uh, my sister actually, was rolling, and she had seen all the loots. All of them. She'd seen every single loot, and then she rolled another loot. It wasn't because we were going too slow or playing poorly. She just was constantly rolling loots. So we determined the ruling was she gets to re-roll, because what are you going to do at that point? She waste a turn because she just got a loot. We dove into the rulebook again and it just wasn't there. It was just If you've been listening to a couple episodes, you'll definitely find a theme. I'm not too happy when things are left out of the rules. But overall, the setup, like Donnie said, is, is super simple, very easy to do. You don't need a big table and you really can. Donnie and I just played it. He popped in, read the rules real quick and he learned how to play just as quickly as I was able to play. Not bad. Either way, let's move on uh, game balance.
0: Yeah, so for game balance, um, <clears throat> so you know the, the whole point of the game is to basically identify all the locations, cards and henchmen and you wanna know more than your opponents know. And that gives you the advantage that lets you know where Carmen is and where the locations are and it lets you be strategic and, and put the correct location or and or loot in the center in order to win the game. You know, there, there's some luck to it, as Dave mentioned with his sister playing, where if you just if you just roll loots every single time, you know, you kinda get screwed, but for at least the, the times I've played, it, it's, it was balanced. There's a lot of strategy to it. And I'd say that over time, as long as you know how to play and you're strategic about it, you'll win a decent amount.
1: Yeah, uh, I have to agree. Um, I do want to jot in. I had uh, one of our listeners write into me and uh, ask about game balance and I think Donnie just kind of explained it pretty well there. When we go over our game balance, we're really kind of looking between luck and strategy. Can you win this game without having to rely solely on luck? If you can be strategic, which you absolutely can in this game. The game we just played, I snuck Carmen in the middle, having known where she was, and Donnie just was not rolling henchmen, so he had no idea what I had or anything like that, and I was able to sneak her in there, and and that was really what helped me win the round because he just did not know where she was because you can't look in the center. Can't look at the center cards, which is so it was a good play. I mean, obviously, these games are card games, dice games. You're there is going to be inherently luck to it, which was what Donnie was talking about with the dice roll. But overall, you can't get much more balanced than this game, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, the next category is replayability. So, you know, the, the first few games we played, you know, we, we kind of rated this category high. We likes to play over and over again. And I'm gonna be honest. This is the first time I played this game. As Dave mentioned, he won, which he so shamelessly just mentioned. Um, first time ever. And uh, you know, I don't have a urge to play again, as opposed to the other card games that we've reviewed that I really did want to play again. Like I had the urge. I really wanted to beat Oregon Trail and the other two games, Dungeon Mayhem and um, what was that? Actually, it's escaping me right now. Exploding Kings. Exploding Kings. Sorry, but those those games probably are the, your favorite. Yeah, that would yeah. So like those ones, I wanted to play over and over and over again. This one, I'm kind of all set. One was enough for me.
1: Yeah, I would say in accordance to replayability. I suppose it is very easy to replay because it is a quick game. But I, you know, what, I'm uh, I'm with Donnie on it. I played it three times just over the weekend here. It's nothing that really that's gonna make me go back to it too much. I did smoke Donnie today, he it was like nothing, you know. But that was also the first time I've won <laughs> out of three times. But either way, yeah, I gotta agree with Donnie on it. Either.
0: I would call this a transition game between Dungeon Mayhem and Exploding Kittens. We might play one of these. That it's kind of a transition game feel to me.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something to cool to have in your collection to bust out when no one else has played it before to teach them a new game right but it's not
0: you're not going back to it every next category is overall theme and design which i'll let dave kick off
1: well this one's got that nostalgic value that uh you heard me talking about with oregon trail it's i mean essentially the same thing it's based off of an old dos computer game just like the oregon trail was made same people pressman games and you know they do it well what they're trying to do what They're basing it off of a computer game, and they do that very well. If you like that sort of thing, you're going to like this game, or you're going to like the game design of it. Yeah, I just still, like I said with Oregon Trail, I just, I like the eye-catching, the real good art.
0: Yeah, same same here, you know, exactly what Dave said. It's based off the game, really not much to say about it. Real simple designs, simple artwork, it's it's pretty simple. And then uh, I guess we'll kick it over to the cost, and we looked this up before.
1: Yes, Target had it for 9.99. Uh it did say the MSRP is uh, $15, so I guess it might be on sale or maybe they just lowered the price in general, but really good price. Yeah. Got to say.
0: Real cheap, consistent with my message, anything under 20 is worth for your collection. So, you know, it's still worth the buy, even though we're not giving it super exciting praise at the moment, but you know, it's worth the buy. 9 bucks, 10 bucks. <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah,
1: it's I mean, it's definitely something to add to your collection for that price.
0: All right. Well, we should probably kick off the ratings here, huh? Absolutely. So we'll start with setup and learning curve. Dave, uh, kick it off.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it. uh, I'm going to stick it with uh, Oregon Trail. Uh, So Pressman, they're just not impressing me with it. I'm going to go with thumbs down.
0: Mm, I'll give it a shrug. You know, the fact that I could just sit down, first time ever, read it in ten minutes, and you know, play it without any major hiccups. uh, I'll stick with a shrug there. Uh, Well, what do you think about the game balance? So game balance, I'll give a thumbs up. I think that if, if we wanted to play it a bunch in a row, that it would be a battle. And I think if you really got into it, you could uh, strategize your way to the, the winning circle more often than not.
1: I agree. I'm going to definitely give this one also a thumbs up.
0: And the replayability, I'm just going to go ahead and this may or may not be my first thumbs down. Wow. I just didn't want to play it again. So, <laughs> there you go. yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say that it is a replayable game. But I, I, I do agree that it's not something that I'm going to pine for. So I'm going to give it a shrug.
0: That's fair. Overall theme and design, I'm going to stick with a shrug. You know, it's not very eye-catching, but it wasn't horrible. It, they did nail the computer game fairly well.
1: Yeah, they nailed the computer game. This nostalgic vibe. If anybody played this game when you were younger, you're going to like how they designed it. I'm gonna, but, but it's not. It's not mind-blowing. So a shrug.
0: Fair enough, and costs—I both probably thumbs up with the the $9.99 at Target. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean we're uh, we're a couple sticklers on our cheap prices. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll we'll, we'll uh, review some higher cost games coming up, I'm sure. But this one, $9.99, 15 bucks—it's a thumbs up. joining us for another episode of the pcg podcast we hope you enjoyed our review and rankings as always you can find us on anchor.fm under pcg podcast or anywhere you find your podcasts
1: if you have any questions or comments you can find me on twitter at defunkafu and all episodes will be submitted and accompanied by a blog post on my website
0: defunksgeekdom.com thank you for joining for this week's episode and until next time keep playing and game on